Welcome to the Babbage Guide to Manifestation. Consider this podcast your weekly fix of mindset development, manifestation, and of course, Babbage energy. I'm your host, Maddie Cleary. I'm a self-development speaker and lifestyle influencer who is here to help you step into who you're meant to be. If you've ever been told to be realistic or play it safe, I'm here to respectfully say, fuck that. In my world, anything is possible. This is your safe space to dream as big as you want because here we are making shit happen. I'm here to help you remember who the fuck you are so that you can create your dream life because it is possible. Now, let's dive into the episode. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the pod. It is your fave podcast host, Maddie Cleary. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Thanks for asking. Okay, so today's podcast is going to be about how to be a magnet for your manifestations. And I think when we really think of a goal that we want or a certain milestone that we want to hit, the first thing we do as humans is just to think of all the steps we need to take together and all the action we need to take. And we need to do all of this heavy, hard loading work to get what we want. And the whole thing about manifestation is just matching the energy of the reality that you want to embody and the reality that you want to live in. And by matching that energy, you will magnetically draw it to you. Now, I don't agree that manifestation is all just matching the energy and no action. No, there's definitely action required, Um, but it's more so having a balance of both. So you don't have to go into overkill and all this action in order to get what you want, but you need to take this inspired action and also embody the energy of the you that is already living in that reality. So basically what I'm going to do for this podcast episode is I'm going to break down just steps to be a magnet for your manifestations and how to really magnetize your energy to just naturally attract those good things into your life. So I'm super excited to dive into that. I want to give you guys some life updates before we get into the episode. So I have been in Bali for about a week now. I finally get my boot off. So I'm taking my boot off tomorrow and then I can start going out to the cafes. I can start going to the beach. I can just explore a little bit. I've been a little bit of a hermit because I don't want to kind of risk not letting it heal fully because I do want to get back into my regular routine. I just got a gym membership and I want to use it. So yeah, I'm really excited about that and actually getting out of this little hermit mode I've been in and actually just being a human again and going out into life and meeting people. So I will definitely keep you guys updated with the Bali content and share a lot more of that. Now let's dive in to the podcast episode and how you are going to be a magnet for your manifestations. So the first thing you obviously need to do with manifesting anything is you need to get clear on what it is that you want. And if you don't know what you want, then don't rush it and allow the idea to come to you. But everything in life is really pointing you in the direction of what it is you want and what it is that you don't want. And Abraham Hicks talks about this a lot. And I really, really like this idea of... Let's say that you're manifesting a partner that treats you so well and they're just like your perfect ideal dream boyfriend or girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it is. And all the dates that you go on leading up to that, like, yes, you're like, okay, maybe 
these people that you're meeting aren't your ideal partner, but everyone that you're interacting with is showing you something that you do want in someone or something that you don't want. And that's really just life in general is life is just a giant trial and error process. Like there's no right way or wrong way of kind of doing something like you're like, Oh, I'm going on out on these dates, but I'm not finding anyone I like. Like everyone is just leading you to who you're meant to end up with. Right. And these dates that you're going on that you might, you know, not like everyone's showing you, okay, what is it that I didn't like about this person? Okay. Well now I know what I don't look for in a potential partner so I can rule that off. Or what is it that I liked about this person? But you know, he had these kind of downfalls. So what is that one aspect? Oh, I liked how he was like a really nice gentleman. He held the door open for me. He um, was like insisted on paying, whatever it is, that kind of stuff. So every person that you meet is really showing you aspects of what it is that you want and what it is that you don't want. And this goes for the same way as jealousy or envy. Like a lot of times we try to shame people on being jealous or being envious. And I think if you're rude to someone, then yeah, like that's not (laughs) nice. You don't want to, if you're jealous of what someone has and you're rude to them, yeah, like you're not being nice. You need to keep that shit to yourself. But who it is that you're jealous of and who it is that you're envious of and the life that they have is pointing you in the direction that you're supposed to go. Because what's that, what that is telling you is you are capable of having that same thing that that person has. And that's how you know that because you feel this deep rage within yourself. You're like, they have that. Why don't I have that? But by saying that, you know that you're capable of getting that thing and having that kind of life. And so really take note of the people's lives that you are jealous of or that you are envious of, because that is not so much a bad thing. And what that's just telling you is what you're supposed to do in this lifetime and what you are meant to do here. So really think of the type of person that has the thing that you want and write down what those aspects are. Like there's gotta be a common theme of the people that you are envious of or you are jealous of. Like if they all are, um, you know, writers or whatever, they're all freelance writers that have flexibility to do whatever they want. Oh, well maybe that's what you want to do full time. Or if they all are content creators or YouTubers that, you know, travel the world and do whatever, whenever they want, then maybe that's your calling is you want to be a content creator. You want to start just attempting to create content. So the point is get clear on what it is that you want. Be very specific on what it is that you want. And if you don't know the rest of the details, leave that up for the universe to puzzle together. And if you have no freaking clue what it is that you want, just allow yourself to go out into life, enjoy the process of life and take note of the aspects that you do like in people, take note of the aspects that you don't like in people so that you can play process of elimination with your own goals. And definitely just like, if you're someone that doesn't even know what they want to do with their life, try everything out, try everything that piques your curiosity, make a list of all the things that, you know, you might want to try or think of the person's life that you're envious of and write down what they do and try that out. Life is just a giant trial and error process and you cannot judge yourself when trying to figure out what you want to do. So the second tip to being a magnet for your manifestations is you need to know where your energy is going on a daily basis. And I cannot emphasize this enough. What I used to do is I would be so anxious and on edge 
And I would worry a lot. This was like back in 2020 before I really got into self-development. And I would basically self-sabotage all my goals. Like I would never get anything done. I had no self-trust in myself. And I didn't really realize the root of the problem or I knew I was like a procrastinator. That's how I would label myself. But I didn't really know the root of my problem. And what I realized is that I was so overstimulated and what overstimulation means is like us as humans, we're only supposed to take in like a certain amount of information in the day. And when we take in too much information, we get overstimulated by our environment and we literally cannot function. And a lot of people, like the way this will be expressed is they'll get really agitated or they'll have like a short temper or they'll just get overwhelmed and then we'll go into fight or flight mode. And for me, I'm like flight or freeze where I will just like sleep if I get overstimulated because I genuinely I cannot sit with my overwhelming thoughts like it's just too much for me to take in and the root of my overstimulation was my screen time was like eight or nine hours a day like it was ridiculous and it was just because I was distracting myself because I didn't like my life and so I would just scroll on you know social media or TikTok or Instagram this was before I had my TikTok but I would just scroll and try to distract myself because I didn't want to like sit with my thoughts of not knowing what I wanted to do. And so that's what I mean by you need to ask yourself where your energy is going on a daily basis because your energy at your natural state, like when you were born out the womb, when you were a kid, your energy is so powerful. And I want you to like picture this. Like I wish I could draw you guys a visual, but I want you to picture like a stick figure and that stick figure represents you. And around that stick figure, let's just say there's like this gold ring and it kind of is like glowing, like a gold light ring. And we'll say this is your energy or your aura, whatever you want to call it. And it's so bright in its natural state. But whatever you do on the day-to-day basis, you're giving part of your energy to. Now, some things that you give your energy to will amplify your energy, right? They'll build your energy up. They'll make you more powerful. Like maybe you're listening to an empowering podcast in the morning or an audiobook that's like a self-development audiobook and you get really amplified and you get hyped up and you're like, oh, I'm feeling really motivated. Like I feel good. And so that will brighten your light, right? It will, And by having more of that energy, you're able to give more and you're able to be more of yourself and it's easy and you're happy and you're in flow. But other things that you give your energy to on a day-to-day basis will quite literally drain you and it dims your light and you're literally handing over a chunk of that light and handing it over to that thing. And so my favorite way to figure out where your energy is going on a day-to-day basis is to draw the stick figure, then draw the circle of light around it use a highlighter or a pencil, doesn't really matter. And what you're going to do is you're going to think of your daily schedule, like on a day-to-day basis. And for each thing that you do, you're going to draw a line. And so you could do the first line is your morning routine. So then for that line, you would ask yourself, well, does this amplify my energy or does this drain my energy? And if it amplifies your energy, draw a plus sign. If it drains your energy, draw a minus sign. And you're going to do this with everything that you do on a day-to-day basis. And you're going to see all the things that are draining your energy on a day-to-day basis. And you need to be brutally honest with yourself because if you're not brutally honest, like, there's no way you're going to change. Like you need to just like, okay, let's be, be fucking for real. Be fucking for real with yourself real quick. 
what is really going on? How am I operating and how am I going to change this? So do that exercise if you're trying to figure out where your energy is going and look at the things that are draining your energy and ask yourself, how can I reduce this? Like, how can I take this out of the equation for some things? Like if it's like, let's say that it's a roommate of yours that it's draining your energy and she's just super negative. Well, is it worth it to move out? Is it really affecting how I'm thinking and how I'm acting? Maybe it is worth it to move out. Or is it something that, you know, I, I'm in a lease with them for another two months. I can put up with it and then I can look from there on. So you need to be brutally honest with yourself with what is draining your energy and where your energy is going on a day-to-day basis because that determines how powerful you are. When you are drained, and I talked about this in my burnout podcast episode, you literally are pouring from an empty cup and it's not sustainable because you can't be consistent because you're constantly like draining your cup, then giving whatever you have left and giving it to someone else, then drained. And then you have to wait till it fills up a little bit and then you give it to someone else. So you need to fill up your own cup so that you are good and you need to do it unapologetically so that you will be able to be your most magnetic self. And I remember like a piece of advice that I, uh, I want to say it was from a podcast. I don't know. I read too much self-development stuff. I'm like (laughs) mixing up the authors and stuff, but it was a quote and it was saying something along the lines of, if you want to change the world, you need to become like the most powerful version of yourself, or you need to become the best version of yourself, something along those lines where it's basically like if you have a goal or you want to help people in your life, the best thing that you can do is become the most powerful version of yourself. And that's just really about being fucking selfish. And I know people talk about, oh, look, you know, it's bad to be selfish, whatever. No, it's fucking not. And get that shit out of your head. Being selfish is going to make you the most powerful, strongest, magnetic version of yourself and confident version of yourself when you are constantly pouring into your own cup. And then once you're good with yourself and you're at this stable foundation, you can then help other people and it's sustainable, right? You're not draining yourself and then you can't be consistent and then you have to wait till your cup fills up again and then you can help other people. That's not a sustainable way. When you fill your cup up all the way and you're at a good point, then you can consistently help other people and you can do those things you want and you can, you know, live whatever kind of life you want. Even if you don't even really want to help people, you have more energy to do the things that you want to do. So that is the number one thing that you can do for yourself is just to center your energy back in on yourself. So I know that we talked about, you know, where is your energy going on a day-to-day basis and to do that exercise to see what's depleting your energy and what's adding to it. But also the key here to being a magnet to your manifestations is you need to analyze where your energy is going. And then you need to ask yourself, how can I bring this more inward on me? How can I water this on me? And Maybe some people are like, oh, you know, don't be selfish. Like, that's bad. No, like be selfish in the way of putting yourself first when making sure that you're good first before you can help anyone else. And that is rule number one. And me as a formal people pleaser, that was so hard for me to learn. But once I started doing that, I noticed how things would just come to me. Like, uh, for example, like when I first moved to LA, I was like, I had this belief. I was like, oh my God, like I need to go out so much so that I can um, 
like meet people or whatever, like make friends. And so I would kind of like, I didn't know, but I like was having this like desperate energy when I was going out because I put that on a pedestal. But when I focused my energy back in on myself and I started to water my own cup and I wanted to make sure that I was good first, like I would attract like super cool people to me that would just come to me. And it was because I was finally watering my own cup and I was just liking who I was again. And I was like allowing my energy to be center focused. And this is why like we find people that like work out and eat healthy or like people that are just really big into self-care. We find them so attractive because they're so self-focused. Like they are the center of their focus and everyone else just addition that could add on to their life, but they like their life. They are self-focused. They like everything that they do and they don't need anyone else, but anyone else that comes into their life could be an addition to their happiness, right? So that is really what you need to do in order to be a magnet to your manifestations is you need to bring your energy back in on yourself and focus it in on yourself. And when you do, you radiate this self-love within yourself and you just like walk and talk and have this natural energy. And it's very easy to be happy and in a good mood because you're constantly building yourself up on a consistent basis. So that is rule number one for being a magnet to your manifestations. So the second part to being a magnet to your manifestations is you need to protect your energy. So I know we talked about where your energy is going on a day-to-day basis. We want to bring that energy back in on ourselves and focus it on ourselves by doing things that are going to amplify our energy and build up our energy. But now we want to talk about protecting your energy. And this is something that is so important when you were making a transition in your life. Like maybe you want to just become this new self-concept to you. You want to create a new routine and you want it to stick. Or maybe you are going after your dream career or just a goal that you want to bring into reality, right? When that goal is still in the works and when it's not here in physical reality yet and it's just alive in your mind, you are in a vulnerable position in the sense of when you tell other people about it and it's not physical in physical reality yet, people are going to use that as a way to talk you out of it. And you just need to, and this is why I always say like work in silence or you know, keep your goals to yourself is because when you run your goals that are so alive in your mind, are so vivid, and you have all these emotions around it, excitement, joy, like just so much happiness around your goal and everything that you want. And for you, you're like, yeah, it's going to happen. Like, obviously it's going to happen. And you run that by like maybe your siblings or your parents or your friends or your roommate. And you know, they don't see that exact vision that you see in your head just because that's your own vision. That's meant for you. And when you run it by them and they're like, oh yeah, but like, obviously it's not in physical reality yet. So they're going to tell you everything as to why that can't happen. And this isn't everyone that you know, but this is just like people that know a past version of yourself. And that's the only thing that they know. And you're talking about a goal that requires a new version of yourself they're going to try to remind you of the old you and the old version of yourself. And, oh, but this is how you usually are. Like, what do you mean you can get this? Or what do you mean that you live in reality B when you're always reality A type of person? And that's why I say protect your energy is because you cannot share these goals with 
the people that have known you forever because they're going to try to keep you in that box of the re- like the identity of you that they've known forever because that's all they know. And so you really need to be aware of who you can share your ideals with and who you can share your goals with. And if you have friends that are like super into growth and like, you know, chasing their goals and making their dreams a reality, then definitely tell them, right? Like you'll know the people just based off how you feel after you tell them. But if your parents are just constantly telling you that like you can't do certain things, then don't tell them. Like don't try to tell them your goals by in in a way trying to seek their approval. Like you, the only person's approval that you need is your own. And this is something that you need to learn growing into your own person. Some people spend their whole lives trying to prove themselves to their parents and trying to make their parents happy because they want to, you know, tick off a certain box for them. Your parents are their own people that have their own parents that did this exact same thing to them. Okay. So you need to break the cycle of wanting your parents validation. Yes. It's good to have a good relationship with your parents. If you think that they're good people and you know, they help you and build you up, but you don't need to get their validation. You don't need to, um, like spend your life trying to prove your worth to your parents. You need to ask yourself as you are becoming your own person and as you are unlearning these certain thought patterns that have been passed down to you, you need to ask yourself, what do I want? What is the type of life I want? Or what it is that I'm, what am I going after right now? And do I really want this? Or is this something that I want to make other people around me happy? And this is something you need to ask yourself. I was in my nine to five job and it was such like, it was one of the first things I manifested. And it was basically like, it would like technically for nine to five, it would set me up for total success. It was like a really hard job to get. And basically I'd be making like a ton of money, like my second year out as like a, what, 23 year old. And so it was basically like to parents, it was just like chef's kiss, like a total dream. But then when this TikTok thing started taking off for me, and this was something that I genuinely have a passion about speaking about and talking about, and I saw other people making a career out of it. And I was like, wait, I could do this too. When I was telling my parents, holy shit, my dad's having a fucking shit fest. Like obviously as he should, because he doesn't really understand the inner workings of it. But then I realized I was like, should I stay in this nine to five to make him happy? Or, and like make everyone else around me happy and there's no friction and there's no, none of my friends are questioning what I'm doing or like what I'm going after. Or should I go after what I want and deal with all the friction and deal with, you know, people potentially talking shit about me or, you know, getting lectures from my dad or, you know, my dad being upset with me or whatever it is. And honestly, I was like, okay, what would make everyone around me happy right now? And I said, if I was just to stay the same, but then I asked myself, I was like, okay, but how would I feel? Oh, I would feel miserable. I would let my potential go underneath. I would spend my whole life wondering what if, if I just stayed in this little box and never tried. And then I, when I said that to myself, I was like, okay, well then I have no other option because I will not live a life of regret and wonder what if for the rest of my life. And this is how you have to live your life is you don't want to reach a certain age and you're like, wow, I looked back and I wish I at least just tried because this is your one fucking shot. And if there's something you want to do, go after it. 
yes, there's going to be friction because you're literally breaking barriers and you're leveling up to another level of your life. So nothing's going to look the same and there's going to be friction. There's going to be uncomfort because you're literally stepping up into a new field that you've never been in before. So when I talk about protecting your energy, just know who it is that you can tell your goals to and know who it is that you can't. And really, if you feel like there's no one that you can tell your goals to, then keep it to yourself, get a journal, journal it out, talk to yourself in the mirror, give yourself a good pep talk in the morning and then allow your goals to just actualize and allow them to just be shown in the process. And you'll notice how when your goals come to fruition, people start to treat you differently. They're like, oh, damn, she did that? Like, oh, shit. And then, you know, they have genuine interest. And then they might come forward and be like, oh, my God, well, how did you do that? And then you can start talking about it. But you don't need to tell your goals to everyone else in order to prove a certain point, right? You just need to know that you're capable of it. And that just might be being in your own energy and keeping your goals to yourself. So the third thing to be a magnet to your manifestations is you need to see your manifestations normal for yourself. So this is something that I talk about a lot in my TikTok is this thing called the pedestal dilemma, where basically whatever it is that you want, if you put that thing on a pedestal, you're repelling it away from you. And what you need to do is see it at eye level or see your self-worth way above that thing and it will come to you effortlessly. And an example I like to use is like, let's say that you're someone that makes like 50K a year or something, and you're trying to get a job that makes 100K. So when you go into the interview, you're going to be like kind of nervous, right? And you're not going to really act like yourself because what you're doing is you're putting this job on a pedestal and you're seeing it above yourself. And because of that, you're acting below it. Like you're acting like you don't deserve it by you being nervous, by you Um, walking in and kind of like not confident, like maybe a little bit insecure, you're not seeing that as your natural state. You're not seeing it normal for you. But let's say you applied to a bunch of different jobs and one of the jobs you applied for was like a job that was making like 30K a year, right? And you make 50K, you're going to walk in like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, okay, like if I get this, whatever, like this is 20K more than, I mean, 20K less than what I make a year. Like, I don't really care. Like I have this mentality like, oh, this is going to be a walk in the park. And if I don't get it, whatever. And because you walk in with that energy where you see yourself above that and you see yourself on the pedestal, they are going to feel that. And they're going to be like, oh my God, she was the best candidate. Like, let's get her in here. Right? So the reason I use that example is that's with everything in your life. And so what you need to do is just see it normal for yourself to have that thing that you want. And a lot of times just seeing that at eye level. So the one thing that you could do is you could just embody the mentality of someone who sees 150K a year normal for themselves for their income or sees 200K a year normal for themselves for their income. And so that everything else that you approach in life, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, like that's like my norm. Like that's just normal for me. And you really like the key to this is to familiarize your mind with it. So I don't know if you guys ever heard in The Secret, they talk about how Jim Carrey, he wrote like a check for a million dollars in acting services rendered. And this is when he was a nobody. He, he would talk about how you go over at, by Griffith Observatory and he would like sit in his car and 
he would visualize like, you know, actors, um, like agents calling him up to act in certain movies and visualize really being wanted and in high demand for his acting services. And he literally said like when he was sitting in his car, he was like eating beans out of a can. Like he was broke, broke, like in LA doing this. And so when he wrote that check for a million dollars, he literally was a nobody. And then for his, or it was $10 million. That's what it was. And for one of his big first hits, which was Dumb and Dumber, the check was $10 million to him. So it was like the exact amount had been manifested to him. And it was like his crazy revelation that he had. But the thing is, you need to familiarize your mind with it. So he had that check written out to him and he would carry it in his wallet everywhere he went. And it took a couple of years till he got this Dumb and Dumber role, right? But he had that check and it was like literally every single day he was seeing it and it was consistent. He was always seeing this check in front of him and in his wallet whenever he was taking out money or whenever he was taking out his credit card to buy something. And so this is what you need to do is you need to familiarize your mind with it on a consistent basis. And this is what manifesting is, is like there's so many different manifestation methods of, you know, you can do scripting, you can do meditation, you can visualize you can do all these different things. And I honestly just think do whatever resonates best with you. You can do journaling as well. Whatever it is, do whatever resonates with you, but you need to familiarize your mind with it. So for me, before I went to Bali, I was watching all these YouTube videos of what to do when you're in Bali, like how to find places in Bali, um, like all these different places to explore. And I would do that every single time I was eating lunch just because I was familiarizing my mind with it. And this was even before I was like, mm, like, should I move to Bali? I don't really know. I was familiarizing my mind with the environment and I was acting as if I was already there. Like I was looking up where to live as if I was already picking out places to live. So you need to consistently familiarize your mind with it. And another way you can do this is by using vision boards, like having a vision board. You could have it as your phone screen background, you could have it as your desktop background. I have a tutorial to do this on my TikTok of how to create a desktop background vision board through Canva. You can go check that out. And um, you could also do just like a physical vision board of like actual pictures and pick them out from Pinterest and just have it in your room every single day to look at. Familiarize your mind with this reality so that it seems normal for you. And another way you can do this is by using affirmations as well. I think affirmations are so helpful because you're literally affirming in the reality that you want in every moment. And when you speak in clarity and you declare what it is that you want by using affirmations, you are really affirming that reality into your subconscious mind and you are declaring to yourself, this is my reality. This is what I deserve. So the best way to see this normal for yourself is you need to be in this consistent energy, because when you're in a consistent energy, you are sending out a clear and coherent signal to the universe that this is what I deserve. I'm embodying this every day. This is the energy I embody and this is the energy I attract. And you can do this as a variety of the ways that I just mentioned, but the most important part is that you're being consistent with it. If you're doing your affirmations, you like for your manifestations, you can create a manifestation routine but you don't have to meditate for an hour, visualize for 30 minutes, do 30 affirmations and all this stuff within a day. You don't have to do that to get the reality that you want, right? You can just come up with three or five very powerful affirmations 
continually tell those selves, tell those to yourself every single morning, and then just speak as if you are that new self-concept of yourself and embody this new self-concept and you'll get what you want. Like, obviously, like some people resonate with meditation more. Some people resonate with visualization more. I think that's awesome, but you can just do what works for you and you'll still draw that reality to you and you'll still be a magnet to it. But the most important part is being consistent and familiarizing yourself and familiarizing your mind with this reality. And you really do need to see that at eye level and see that reality normal for yourself. So stop putting it on a pedestal, see that normal for yourself and familiarize your mind with this new reality. So the fourth thing that you need to do to be a magnet to your manifestations is what you want to do. And I've talked about this with my self-concept work on TikTok and on Instagram is you need to take the self-concept of the version of you that has whatever goal that you want or has whatever dream reality that you want. I want you to write out what they're like, right? Just think of them briefly, just for the purpose of this episode, think of them briefly. Okay. How do they look? How do they act? Take yourself through a day in their life of their life. How do they walk? They talk, they dress. You need to take that version of you. And I want you to literally act as if that version of you was to come into your current reality and take over your body, like possess the current you. And I know that sounds like a little scary, but that's like the only way I can think of it or like to plop their consciousness into your current body, right? And you were to wake up one morning and you were them. Okay, how would you act? How would you go about that? Because obviously there's a gap between current you and the you that has this thing that you want and the you that's living in your reality because they're doing shit different, okay? Not only, yes, they're taking action and they're doing different habits as well, but they're also embodying a certain energy. They're talking to themselves differently. They're speaking differently to themselves. They have these different beliefs and these different expectations of themselves. So what you need to do to be a magnet to your manifestations is you need to embody that current self-concept now because the sooner that you embody it and you bring that desired you into your current reality, you are closing the gap for how long it's going to take you to get this goal, right? Like it can be immediate. I've manifested things that have come in like days and I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? And it's just because I've gotten so good at mastering my new self-concept and bringing that into my reality and just assuming that it's going to happen. Like, obviously it's going to happen because I have so much trust and faith in the universe. And so what you need to do is just really collapse that version of you into your current reality. Obviously the first step comes with defining who that version of you is, right? So definitely journal on how that is, how that person walks, talks, dresses. Like I just noticed when I dress nicer for myself, I just perform better. Or if I just do like a little bit of my makeup, like I put on mascara and like cover up my blemishes and like maybe put on like chapstick or something, like I am just so much better myself and I just operate better than as opposed to when I'm in a messy bun and I'm sweaty and I'm like in my sweats, like, yeah, I feel like a fucking gremlin, like no fucking shit. I'm not going to want to like do all this stuff or go out and, you know, work in a cafe for seven hours. So you really need to figure out what this new self-concept is and this version of you that has this thing and how they walk, talk, and act and just bring that into your current reality right now, baby, okay? Because it doesn't have to take long to get what you want. It can actually be very easy and very effortless, but you need to figure out 
who that version of you is that has the thing that you want so that you can bring that into your current reality. And so the last tip to being a magnet for your manifestations is you need to be comfortable with that level of success. And I've talked about self-sabotage in a lot of my TikToks. And I think I talked about it a little bit in my podcast episodes. But what self-sabotage is, is basically you have this limit for yourself. And you don't really know it. It's a subconscious thing of how happy you will let yourself be or how successful you'll let yourself be, or how much money that you'll let yourself make, right? And when you start to go over the normal bounds of what your norm is and what you see normal for yourself, you will do anything to bring yourself back down to that median. And we don't really notice this, but we just do this subconsciously. And an example I like to use is, let's say that you're used to making a certain amount of money and you inherit all this money or maybe you get all this unexpected income out of nowhere, you might do everything to overspend and just spend all this money to get back down to your median. And you don't really realize that you're doing that. But the reason you're doing that is because you're only comfortable with being in this certain bracket of how much money you can make. And once you jump to a different bracket and you're not comfortable with that level of success, you will do everything to sabotage that. So you need to be brutally honest with yourself and you need to say like journal on what is the level of success I will let myself have or what is the level of happiness I will let myself have or how much money am I allowing myself to make or this could even be for love life what are the type of people that I'm allowing my like that I'm allowing to have access to me like who am I allowing in my life and who am I keeping around and still entertaining in my life and do these people like if I want this type of lifestyle Are these people supporting that? Are they aligning with that vision? And if they're not, you have to cut off their access to you or limit your time around them or create more boundaries that are going to establish that because you need to, when you are up-leveling, you're literally going to a different level of your life and that's a different bracket of happiness, different bracket of success, different bracket of money you're making, different bracket of how you're treated in relationships. And that needs to be seen as comfortable for you. And Uh, the way to do this is by regulating your nervous system. And um, they talk about this a lot in like like self-development and everything like that. The way I would summarize it is, remember how we were talking about overstimulation and how overstimulation, you're just so anxious and on edge all the time because you're taking in too much information. Um, So that's kind of the same way with when you go to a different level of success is you have this, new reality and you haven't really learned how to operate it yet. So you kind of go into this little freak out mode. And so what you need to do is you need to, before that goal comes into your life, you need to mentally adjust your mind to that reality. So a lot of people think, oh, like once I get this thing, then I will adjust my mindset to being normal with that and being familiar with that. No, that's not how it works. And that's why manifestation is the opposite. You need to prepare your mind mentally for that thing to come into your reality before it actually physically comes into your reality. And that's so it will be sustainable. That's so you won't self-sabotage it. And that's so like, that's why we're supposed to do this is because when we adjust our mind to seeing that reality normal for ourselves, it's sustainable. And then when it comes to our reality, we're like, oh, obviously, like I knew it was going to come in. Like, oh, that money came in? Oh, obviously, like, because I literally asked for it. 
And I had mentally prepared my mind to receiving that money for the past month. Or when that person comes into your life, oh, obviously this person treats me normal, like amazing and treats me like gold. And, you know, we have the best time together because I mentally prepared my mind to see that normal for myself. So the way you can mentally prepare your mind to getting ready for this new level of success, aka regulating your nervous system to this new reality, is you can do this a variety of ways. You can do this through journaling. You can do this through meditation. You can do this through EFT tapping. But what you want to do is just be comfortable in that. And my favorite ways is honestly EFT tapping. And I could probably do another podcast episode on this. Um, but what you're doing is you're really just affirming in your new reality every day and you're getting comfortable with having that in mind and journaling and meditating also is like super helpful for this. Like I think meditation, when you meditate on the goal that you want, you're in a very relaxed state and then it's just going straight into your subconscious mind. And if you do this before bed, it's just like you're wiring your mind to see this reality and just goes straight into your subconscious and you're familiarized with it. And then you go to bed and you're at peace because you have literally trained your mind. Okay. This is how, this is what's going to happen. Now we're going to bed. Now there's no other stimuli that I'm taking in for the rest of the day because I prepared my mind for the reality that I want. Because when you take in the other external stimuli, like if you scroll on your phone after you meditate, it's just like a lot of background noise that you don't necessarily need. So that's why it's super powerful to like meditate before bed because you're literally programming your mind and then you just go straight to sleep. So in order to be comfortable with that level of success, you need to find a system that works for you. And so this can be, you know, the meditation, EFT or uh, journaling. And you just need to journal on that reality just so you can see it normal for yourself. And this goes along the point of really being consistent in your manifestation routine and to create a manifestation routine. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It can just be a couple affirmations a day and then maybe you journal at night or it could be, you know, a five minute meditation and then you do five affirmations and that's it. It's literally a five minute routine. Like you can't say that you cannot fit that stuff into your schedule. So it's really easy to incorporate your desired reality into your current version of yourself when you are consistently embodying that frequency on a day-to-day basis through doing this manifestation routine and through doing affirmations, through doing um, self-concept work or having that vision board in front of you or having that check written out in your wallet that you're seeing every single day. So that is really how you are going to be a magnet to your manifestations. So just to recap how you're going to be a magnet to your manifestations and how you're really going to embody this magnetic effortless energy onto yourself is number one, you need to ask yourself where your energy is going on a daily basis and you need to bring that energy to yourself. How can I make this more self-focused and center focused? Second is you need to protect your energy and stop telling your goals to people that you know are going to shit on them. Okay. Like we don't need everyone's validation. We just need our own. All right. So stop vocalizing your goals to other people. Third thing is you need to see it normal for yourself. Take it off the pedestal, see it at eye level, or see your self-worth way above the thing that you want so that it effortlessly comes to you. 
and you need to familiarize your mind with it. So this is through different manifestation techniques as we were talking about before. Fourth thing is you need to bring that version of you that is living in your dream reality into your current reality. And this can just be walk, talk, dressing like them, right? Stop speaking so small about your goals. You can, like when you talk about your goals to yourself, you're talking about them as if they're happening now, as if they're already done, as if it's already here, right? And the last thing is just to be comfortable with that level of success. And that just means the same thing as what we were saying earlier of seeing it normal for yourself. You just need to consistently get into the mode of embodying that energy. And my favorite way to do this is just making a manifestation routine. And it doesn't have to be at the same time every single day. Like obviously if you do it, it's easier to adjust to that, but it doesn't have to be at the same time every single day. It can just be a couple affirmations in the morning, journal at night, and that's your manifestation routine. And that's how you're going to familiarize your mind with that reality so that when you mentally prepare your mind for the reality that you want, you won't sabotage it because obviously this is going to happen. This is the reality that I was mentally preparing. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. A lot of this was really just off the top of my head. So this is kind of a different podcast style than I usually do. Let me know if you guys like these podcasts a little bit better. Um, And yeah, so that is the rest of the podcast. I will catch you over in the next podcast episode next week. And I hope you guys really enjoyed this and stay cute. Okay. Okay. All right. See you then. Thanks for tuning in to the Babbage Guide to Manifestation podcast. If you love this episode, feel free to leave a rate and review below. For more content and Babbage energy, you can check me out over on TikTok at maddie.cleary and on Instagram at maddiecleary. That's it for today, and I'll catch you over in the next episode.